0: Splash, splash. Splash of sass. Splash of sass. Hey, with Amy Quinley. Splash of sass. Starting now with Amy Quinley. Go. What up, fools? Welcome to the Splash of Sass podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial after show normally jeff lewis live but since he wants to rest and take labor day off we get it jeff you need vacation you hate working no i'm kidding we know that jeff hates that sirius xm makes him not record on holidays and stuff he's always like i mean i would be here i would put out a new show uh, can't you pre-record a show, Jeff? Can't, if you really wanted to, like, can't you, it doesn't have to be live, it's not like you take that many calls, so, yeah, that's what your after show's for, right? 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 Your official one, not this one. Here on Splash of Sass, we're here to have some fucking fun, and continue our new tradition of spending the holidays with the boys, with the boys, Pete and Sebastian, because I just fucking love them. I love them. And on their cast episode number five sixty eight, we had Sebastian Maniscalco, we had Pete Corrielli, and we had Andy Cohen's brother, Dr. Scott Cohen. <laughs> And no, he's not Andy Cohen's brother, but it just worked out well. Um, So Pete and Sebastian, they are both comedians. If you guys don't normally listen to their cast, um, thanks for listening to this one. But so they normally record... Pete is in New York. Sebastian's in California. They normally record just like their faces on like a Zoom call kind of thing. And now... They recently had Pete fly out to California and they're banking a bunch of episodes. See, Jeff Lewis, you can bank a few episodes if you really wanted to. No, I'm kidding. I just have to give you a little sass. So um, a few episodes ago, Pete and Sebastian, when they first released their first episode of them two sitting together, like full body shots. Because again, normally it's just lower torso and above. And yeah, like... Seeing them in person. So Pete is all tall and gangly and Sebastian seems really like short and I don't know, just like a little meatball kind of, kind of (laughs) an Italian meatball. Like he'd get along great with Snooki and Dina. And so... When I saw them for the first time, sitting together across from each other in full-body shots, I was my shooketh. I was shooketh. My jaw dropped to the floor. I couldn't handle it because it was the complete opposite of what I thought in my head. Like I thought Pete was this big guy, and no, he was like he is tall, but he's like more scarecrowy, and he's just like this tiny little tall guy. And then Sebastian looks like Popeye, like he's all like big and like boom, boom. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was the vertical stripes that were adding to the illusion. Sebastian's vertically striped shirt that made him look like he was in a fucking curtain. They mentioned that though. They Pete gave him shit about his shirt as he should, as he, come on, Sebastian. I can't even believe, all right. So they're banking a bunch of episodes at once. So they were doing it at Sebastian's house and they did like four there. And now they've moved to a cheese shop. So this is like their third episode in this cheese shop. And I'm like, yo, can we put a green screen up and get some new scenery because I'm already over it. And they're, I guess in this cheese shop, Shop. There was a sewage explosion the day before, of course. So it's just like a shitstorm storm of a random podcaster comedian sitting in a cheese shop with shit spray all around them. It was great. You know, all right. So like here I am trying to bring in new listeners, right? I was trying to get some of the Jeff Lewis crew over to Pete and Sebastian, vice versa. And... Here they are having one of those off episodes. You know, when you like bring, when you like tell somebody, oh my gosh, my family parties, they're always amazing. They're the best, whatever. And then like you get to this family party and for some reason the vibe is so off. (laughs) It's like, oh no, like somebody brought homemade moonshine and now everybody's just shit face and everything's off the rails. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt. Like normally Pete and Sebastian, they just talk about normal daily shit and it's hilarious and- Today on this episode, of course, they have a doctor on talking about rashes and cancer. Pete's already a bottle of wine deep by now. They're sitting in a fucking cheese store. Yet I remind you again, Sebastian's wearing a fucking curtain. I really wish that he had done some outfit changes. Like Sebastian Maniscalco, he's known for the fashion. Sebastian with the fashion always keeps you laughing. And yeah, like we could, you couldn't have just like unbuttoned it and revealed like even just a black t-shirt. I, again, a green screen and the, I need new scenery. I get that you want to bank episodes, but can we at least pretend? At least like switch sides of the table? Something. Something, my eyes need a change. It also reminded me of um, when my cousin came to visit me in college. (laughs) she's so like innocent and straight laced and everything. And I was like, Oh my gosh, my friend, like you will go to this party. We always have fun, all this stuff. And it was the one time that all my friends decided to be full degenerates and take fucking horse tranquilizers. They, <laughs> Oh, so casual. Yeah. They were doing like special K or whatever it's called. Ew, I'm like the special K challenge where you have to eat a bowl of special K and then shoot up a horse tranquilizer so which is pretty much what happened so we get to the so i was meeting up with them later and then we were all going to go to a party and i bring my cousin to my friend's apartment and they are all passed the fuck out basically they look (laughs) they look like the girl in the dare commercial that just like glued inside the couch like they were all just like staring off at something else they were they were tranquilized it looks like they were all tranquilized so it did its job i suppose but yeah they ended up they couldn't even move so they couldn't go to the party and my cousin. Like, what the fuck is all of this? So you guys don't go to parties. You actually just do drugs and just sit there and stare at an ant walking across the counter. And I'm like, ah, today, I guess today, it's just one of those days. So, one of them days. Now, because it was a little bit of an off episode, I think Pete and Sebastian would agree. But what am I talking about? Pete called it out during the episode. He was like, what the fuck? Why are we talking about cancer and all this doctor shit? And Sebastian's like, because I, I brought my doctor on, so we got to talk to him. And it's like, yeah, but there's other topics. So, in honor of that, I'm going to ask a question that seems more on par with what Pete and Sebastian would normally talk about when they're not fucking three sheets to the wind with a random doctor on board. Okay. So I was thinking of this the other day, last prison meals, right? So, (laughs) so casual again, I can't go like shallow conversation. I need to just dive right in last prison meal. So you can, I've heard of people getting like a glass of wine, like a steak in a glass, a nice Merlot, just like the 15 glasses Pete Correale chug (laughs) during Love you, Pete. So, um, okay. When you, so if you can order a glass of wine as your last prison meal, wine contains ethanol. That's a drug. Ethanol, alcohol is a drug because yeah. So even I love when people they're like, I don't drink, I don't do drugs. But oh my god, I need a triple iced coffee, seventeen espresso shots inside. Blah blah blah, and I'm like, um, you do know caffeine is a drug, right? So. You're addicted, bitch. You're addicted to drugs. It's just probably safer to be addicted to coffee than crack. But I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Okay, so if you can ask for drugs such as coffee or wine as your last prison meal, can you ask for other drugs? Like, real drugs? Like, when you always hear how they botch the executions and or it took them 17 hours to kill somebody and it's like, okay, Well, to prevent that, could I just ask for fentanyl or Coke or something for as my last prison meal? And that like my meal is just a pile of fentanyl. And then I get to overdose on it and die doing something I love rather than have them potentially fuck up my execution, just have me like shaking, glitching out on the table. Yeah, that sounds awful. I mean, it all sounds awful. Hopefully this is never a real scenario that I have to deal with. (laughs) <laughs> you never know you know and justin bieber said never say never so yeah i just wanted to know like it can i can my last prison meal be a pile of fentanyl so that i can overdose myself that's all all right now for some observations of the actual pete and sebastian show that we are here to recap Again, as I mentioned, Pete kept asking for another heavy pour after heavy pour. And for those who aren't usual cast listeners, Pete is more of a weed guy than a get-naked-wasted kind of guy. So that's why this episode was a bit jarring to see Petey chugging away on that third glass of wine. Like, Of course, I was kind of loving it on one hand, but it also reminds me of, like, I don't know, just growing up, if your family, you're all going to hang at the house that day, do yard stuff, just enjoy time, cook maybe, just have a good day. And then at 10 a.m., suddenly Uncle Jerry pops up with a bottle of homemade moonshine and convinces your dad, just have a sip. Come on, have a sip. And suddenly, next thing you know, Dad and Uncle Jerry are locked in the basement for the rest of the day, never to come up again, blasting records, smoking up a haze, chugging away moonshine. And you're like, dad, I thought you were going to play basketball with me, dad. It was kind of like that. I was like, Pete, are you there, Pete? I don't know. Your eyes are bloodshot and you're looking a little wobbly. I don't know. But again, this is my first time seeing your full body. So I'm still adjusting to all of that. Okay. Pete was also popping what I thought was Nicorette gum with a full blend of cabaret in front of him, mind you, mind you, which I was going to give him a pass because if he's drinking like a fish and needs some nicotine in his gills, all right, it's better to chow on the gum than light up a Marlboro and- Wait, why the fuck did I just say Marlboro like that? I Probably because I don't say Marlboro that- It's- Say Marlboro right now. It sounds so weird coming out of your- t- Like it doesn't come out of your mouth natural. Marlboro. It doesn't roll off. Marlboro. It's like every single word in the German language, like it just does not roll off the tongue. You're like, That's how I speak German. Um, but I guess if they had cigarettes, smoke all over the place, it would probably be better than the sewage smell that they kept on bringing up. Again, why didn't they just be like, oh, okay, so, right, they want to have fun on their cast, they're together, they're actually recording together in person, let I remind you again, and... I get it. They want to have fun and do it in the cheese shop. But if the owner of the shop calls you and says, hey, we had shit explode all over our store and the cleaning supplies aren't really killed, like you're gonna want to vomit for the next five episodes that you record here. Wouldn't you just find a new location? Especially if one of those podcasters, if one of the hosts had a fucking podcast studio in his house, in his house. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 Let's force ourselves to suffer through the sewage smell instead. That's more fun. That's more, yeah, it adds a layer to the cast. Sure. Sure, boys. But then with P, I I found out that the gum was orange trident. It was orange. It wasn't even Nicorette. So if it was Nicorette, you get a pass. If it's orange trident... You're gonna, no, 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 you're mixing your gum with the Merlot you're drinking, the pastrami you're shoveling down, the mozzarella, like, I don't know, that sewage smell, it must have been so bad that it was overpowering to the nose, so that all of your other senses are just shot, because it's just such an overloaded focus on your sense of smell, so now his sense of taste has completely disappeared. Or maybe it's just fucking Pete Corielli from Fredonia, New York, all right? He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't get, What do you mean? Pour him your finest Dom Perignon and he'll still bust out some big chew at the same time and have the best fucking day. So let him fucking play however he wants. So next up, they talk about rashes and Sebastian has his doctor as a guest on this episode of their podcast because... Sebastian has another podcast with this doctor and that's, I guess what they talk about the whole time, like rashes and shit. I don't know. I, yeah. So all I could think about when they were talking doctor stuff was how (laughs) Sebastian Maniscalco did not speak, did not speak for the first 10 minutes. He is literally shoveling in as much fucking pastrami, pepperoni, sausage, whatever his little sausage finger paws could hold. It never stopped. Like he was just shoveling in in bite after bite. And here's what I don't get. So then he's making all these like settling noises with his mouth, you know, when like after you eat, you're like, and like, he's like licking his lips and like p- picking his, using his tongue as a toothpick, using his tongue as a toothpick to scrape out his back molars of all the cracker salt that he's been, sho- again, just shoving down his face. And he's right in front of the microphone as he's doing that. And all I could think about is why can't I hear this? Why can't I hear this? Because like he is, I get, I don't know if they cut his mic. Cause they're, they're like, all right, Sebastian's taking a 10 minute break in the middle of this fucking podcast to have his lunch. He's having his fucking lunch break in the middle of the show. Okay. All right. I see how it is. So I don't, I, they must've cut the mic. Cause I was just so impressed. He's like, you know, all those like settling. Yeah, you know, um, he was full of them. He was full of them. And I'm just happy. I couldn't hear that shit. So then Dr. Scott Cohen told a 10 minute story about cancer. What the fuck? That I fast forwarded through. And when I press play again, Pete was staring at Sebastian so hard as he talked. Like, you know when the alcohol suddenly hits and you're like, shit, I have to concentrate extra so I can understand what the fuck this person is saying? Because right now my mind is just like, squirrel, squirrel, rabbit, bunny, everybody, you're so funny. And I swear, Pete Pete studied Sebastian's face harder than he studied for his fucking ACTs, okay? I'll say that much. ACTs, SATs, whatever. They talk about that later. And that's only because I'm pretty sure Pete didn't study for those at all. But then all of a sudden, Pete was like, wait, don't forget, like, this is our podcast. What the fuck are we talking about? I get that you wanted to bring your doctor on, Sebastian, but like, I want to fucking laugh a little. And Sebastian's like, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. We can have a comedy podcast and dive into cancer like this and have hilarious takes except he was missing the hilarious takes. They, they were never made it funny. It was never, I was never laughing. The whole, I was like, fast forward, fast forward. What the fuck? Why are you guys still talking about this? Like, it's so hard to make, cancer funny and you didn't you didn't so why did we even bother why why bother if you want to make cancer funny then you can tell a story like mine where i had a childhood cat that i loved so fucking much and when i was in college my parents were away on vacation my sister and i noticed that my cat looked wicked sick we took it to the vet because it literally would not move from the basement and they were like yeah it has a giant tumor in its throat it has cancer and it's only 11 years old but- But if you can't pay $2,000 right now, then we're going to have to put it down. And so my sister and I, who are the most squeamish people ever, called our parents and they're like, yeah, put that bitch down. And I was like, yo, I'm about to put you guys fucking down. I'll pull a Lizzie Borden up in this bitch, okay? I love that cat more than I love any of y'all. No, I'm kidding and so we had to put the cat down that day with just me and my sister and we were not strong enough to be there in the room when they did it so I had to let my cat die alone with a giant tumor of cancer isn't that hilarious isn't that fucking hilarious <laughs> no because cancer is never funny it's never f- <laughs> it was awful it was awful. it was like the and i have guilt to this day i let my cat die alone i let my i couldn't even bother with it so oh it's hilarious it's so funny i love cancer stories not not filed out under things i never need to talk about again also more to file under things i never need to hear again Pete and Sebastian asking the doctor all about puberty, 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 puberty. Like, no, 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 no. Skip, skip. B- c- guys, come on. come. I mean, Pete said it first. We're jumping the shark here. We're jumping the shark, Sebastian. Like this ain't our show anymore. Dr. fucking Scott Cohen has taken over. So now they talk about, cause that's just something they, why are we talking about puberty for 20 minutes? Why are Pete and Sebastian asking if their daughter's boobs are going to grow or not? If they drink milk or it's a whole milk or homogenized milk or straight out of the donkey's tit. Like, I don't know. It was just like weird to like, like stop worrying about your daughter's boobs. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. So then we talk about college, and Dr. Cohen is like, I would never be able to get into college nowadays. Do you see what those kids have to go through? Unless it's Ivy League. I'm pretty sure that most colleges will accept you. Like, I don't know what this doctor is talking about, but actually I do. Cause he went to an Ivy league school. <laughs> so yeah, of course. And I get rich people. They want to send their kids to Ivy league for like the clout of it all. But yeah, I mean, most colleges, they just want money. They want money, which is exactly what Pete said, which is exactly why I fucking love these guys. It's like right in my own mind. But, um, Pete was like, look, I keep seeing the Instagram generation doing these big college reveals. Like, look what I got into. And they're just having all these reveals, like college reveals, gender reveals. I'm still waiting for a fucking divorce reveal. I want to be invited to a divorce reveal party. okay? (laughs) like a couple that's always been on the fringe or they're always fighting, whatever. They're like, all our friends and family come to our divorce reveal. We're going to cut the cake if it's white inside. We're going to stay married. If it's black inside, our marriage is dead, bitch. Welcome to our relationship's funeral. (laughs) I would seriously love to go to one of those. I know plenty of couples to nominate for the first party. So then on Pete and Sebastian, they talk about if their kids are smarter than them. And all I want to say about this is they should be. They fucking should be. That's called evolution, motherfucker. Yeah, evolution. Like your kid, every the next, they should all be smarter, or else we'd still be 17th century Renaissance people. Like, yeah, ye, 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 clunk on some wood and make me a shoe. I don't, I don't know. I think I still have the brain of a 17th century peasant. Clearly. Okay, so then we wrap it up by Dr. Scott Cohen saying that he got West Nile after visiting Sebastian's house and being all around Sebastian's mosquitoes and getting bit. He allegedly, Sebastian, gave his own doctor West Nile meningitis, mind you, mind you. Um, and Pete was like, Ooh, I smell a lawsuit doctor. It's finally your turn to sue the patient. <gasps> it's always a patient suing the doctor. But now the doctor gets to be like, yo, I went to my patient's house. He gave me West Nile. Fuck that. We're pulling all his files and suing the shit out of him. Um, Okay, I just want to say that I have confirmed that I discovered the scam of the century. It is a full class action lawsuit worthy. It has been confirmed, but I'm going to wait and save that for tomorrow with Jeff Lewis because we know that he loves a scam. And I love a tease. So Dr. Scott Cohen, he tells his whole West Nile story, and now because of it, because of that, I officially don't trust him as a doctor. Congratulations, you have disearned my trust. So at first, the doctor, he was getting wicked sick, and he just thought it was a random virus, whatever spending one day in bed, two day, three day, spent five fucking days in bed. He couldn't move until day five. He wakes up. He lost his vision. He's seen double everywhere. It's all blurry and all this shit. And he's finally like, maybe I should go. See a doctor of my own, as in one of his own friends that has a clinic, and then he gets to the clinic and passes out like he was that fucking sick. he was basically on his deathbed, so what I'm saying, and also how nice that he can just go to his friend's clinic. What the fuck? Talk about hashtag doctor friends, okay, but shouldn't you have gone to that clinic? I don't know, maybe on day two on day two when you can't move. If you really want to push it, day three. But I do not trust a doctor that isn't willing to go to another doctor until he literally almost died. Until he almost, Then he's like, fine, I'll go see one of my own breed. Like, if a doctor is avoiding doctors, then I don't trust that doctor. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? If you don't, that's okay. Because I don't even know what I'm saying half the time. But I do know that this is the end of our P and Sebastian recap. So we'll be back tomorrow. Back to our regularly scheduled programming with Jeff motherfucking Lewis. All right. I hope you guys have the best fucking day ever. Oh, also Pete and Sebastian, if you guys do need another theme song, I just like writing theme songs for you guys. Okay. Ready? Um, hmm. Pete and Sebastian keep comedy and fashion. They always keep us laughing on YouTube. Thanks for asking. <laughs> All right. I love you guys so much. Have the best fucking day ever. Um, yeah. Love you forever. Bye. Splash. Splash play. Splash say. Splash your say.